I did not have it all figured out. I still don't have it all figured out, but just that willingness to be like, Hey, I'm going to step out. I'm scared. This is more, you know, I'm having more faith over fear in this. Um, but just giving yourself that grace to be like, Hey, it's okay. This is pretty normal to do it scared. That feeling, that butterfly in your stomach, it's there for a reason. You know, you're not going to have it all figured out. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Brooke Cole of Brooklyn Finds Design Co. Brooke, it's awesome to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited and a little bit nervous too. So um, this will be fun. Yeah, it'll definitely be fun. It's always fun to get out of that comfort zone. And you're doing so many phenomenal things. I know that our audience and guests will really like learn so much from you. So uh, before we jumped into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Brooke so you can hear about some of those phenomenal things. And Brooke is a mom of four, wife, designer, and curator of vintage, good, vintage goods and home decor and owner of Brooklyn Finds Design Co. Brooke opened her first brick and mortar shop in May 2020. She travels across the country finding the best vintage goods to create inspiring displays for her clients to shop. Her greatest joy is in connecting with people in her shop and encouraging them in their homes. Brooke, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yeah, let's do this. Awesome. Let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you guys started, what I like to call your CEO story. Yeah, how I got started was uh, probably a few different parts. Um, you know, I was a stay-at-home mom, had multiple kids. You know, I found like my identity was, was in the home. Um, my background is actually in social work, family studies. Um, but I always loved um, interior design and people were asking me to come into their homes and I truly loved and was passionate about it. And it was an outlet for, um, for me. Uh, fast forward a little bit, trying to make some money. We went through an adoption process and I was like, man, what can I do where I can still be at home and follow my heart, but really dive into who I am um, and, and the talents that were given to me. As hard as it was for me to admit, I started because I think other people saw something in me more than I did originally in myself. So that really pushed me to, to really look at things. I am, so I started to do some interior design, some commercial work. Um, fast forward to um, after bringing our son home from adoption, I just still had this like push to feel like I wanna keep doing this. There, there's more than just you know being home and introducing myself as a mom, not as Brooke, just as, I'm Jacoby's mom, you know? And so um, I started to kind of step away from that mom guilt a little bit and just follow my heart and my passion and realize that I was showing this to my, not only myself, but to my kids. So um, I started doing some uh, vintage markets where I was able to essentially gather vintage goods and display them for people to come and shop. And what I love the most about that I found was just connecting with the people. It was just so much deeper to me than just setting up a beautiful space for them to come and shop. 
And that just stirred something um, in me a lot more where people were like, well, where's your shop? And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, it's in my garage. Like I have a horde of things, you know, and um, probably have to sign like a waiver to like come in and, and uh, <laughs> go through it, you know? And so um, I really think that along the way, it was really other people, truly Gresh, that saw something in me that was deeper than me just doing uh, design. It really was about connecting with people. And I think that's where my social work background kind of tied into that. And so that was neat um, to, to see that, you know, to see that play out. And um, so I think finally, I just, you know, stepped out in faith really, and just said, Hey, people want a place to come and see where I'm at. You know, let me see what's out there. And um, just happened to find a storefront, you know, right before um, everything hit and I felt at peace about it just kind of stepped out in faith. Really. That's what it came down to. I didn't, didn't have a plan. I just got crazy, I guess, and just stepped out and opened a brick and mortar. So. Nice. I, I definitely appreciate you for, for sharing that and all the giving that you do, especially as a, you know, social worker and obviously as a mom too, you're giving, you know, so much of yourself. And I think that, um, I myself, when I think back to like some of the leaps of faith that I've taken, um, a lot of it has not been because I said that I wanted to do X, Y, and Z, as you said so well. Sometimes it's the people that are around you that have said that you should be doing this and they continue to tell you that. And you're like, I'm fine with how I am. I don't want to do anything else. But it's yeah. like almost as if like, um, you know, higher power God you know, speaks to you to tell you to take that leap of faith because it is, as you said so well, a gift that you have that you should be benefiting not just yourself but so many of the people around you absolutely I couldn't have said it better myself it really um came down to a point where uh, am I just wanting to stay comfortable um or do I need to follow with truly what God has led me to do I mean mm. I can be very fearful and you know I just I felt like it was um I still could give without necessarily being you know, in social work or whatever. Cause I think it's easy to just play small and be like, well, what am I going to do as a designer or this? And so that has been really neat to see, um, what I have been able to do just by following that leading. Um, and, uh, I don't know, it's kind of want to say being obedient to it. Cause I'm like, I could be a rebel. And I actually decided to be like, yes, I will follow. I have a piece about this for a reason. And that was it. It was like, I just had to trust that. Um, so that was huge. Yeah. And, and you bring up a really big point, which I think sometimes like even I forget, I have to remind myself of as well, too, is like a lot of times we think, you know, a lot of times when you chart your own path, that sounds like you're, you know, breaking the rules, you're, you're creating your own path. But that obedience piece, especially if you're doing something that you're quote unquote called to do, I think yeah. is huge. And I think so many times we can think the risk lies in doing the quote unquote risky thing, which might be starting a business or whatever that path might be. But really that's not the unrisky, that's the unrisky thing, if that's even a word, because it's the thing that <laughs> you are ultimately called to do. Exactly. We'll make it a word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So I, I wanted to drill down a little bit more. I know you touched on it a little bit. Could you take us through how you work with your clients and how that process goes? Sure. I think there's two sides um, to my business. You know, there's the you know, brick and mortar that I opened in May of 2020, where people can come and, you know, shop goods uh, for their home. Um, I de definitely take pride in having a mix of like vintage and antiques 
and then newer home goods. And um, what I do love is I have over a dozen uh, small businesses within my shop. So other makers, like, you know, from candles to earrings to whatever. And so I really love that because I think it's an opportunity for me to encourage others, just like I was encouraged to be, you know, where I was. Um, so that's the good side of it is people can come and shop and get some things for their home or a great gift, you know, for a friend or um, whatever. And so I love being a part of that. And then there's the services side of it, which I tend to be a little bit more quiet about just because it is a busy season with four kids. Sometimes they're in home during this season. Sometimes they're in school. So um, I'm definitely learning to, to ride this, this ride. But the services side is um, I, I can be in people's homes and write up design plans for them and encourage them and walk them through with basically like a use what you have design philosophy which I love, you know, like, hey, you have this, let's move some things around, let's shake it up a little bit. And then here's a few things that you might want to add for my shop, or, you know, target. Um, so I do love that I can um, not only be a designer, but more like an advocate in people's homes, because I think especially after this year, you realize you're, you're home a lot, you know, so I, I love being able to create a haven for people, whether it's encouraging them in my shop, um, or them showing me a picture, you know, as they're shopping around, I'm like, oh, you got to get this light then or whatever, or if I'm in their home physically. So I do really love that I can be uh, passionate about what I do, but in truly encouraging others in their space too. So I was going to actually ask you about what I call your secret sauce, which is the thing you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique. Is it that ability to be able to see that? Do you feel like that is what is a part of your secret sauce? I, 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 I love that secret sauce. Um, I definitely think that is part of my secret sauce, but I, I have to think if you were to ask other people, Gresh, about what makes me unique is I do have a very specific aesthetic, a very specific look where people can be like, oh, that's Brooklyn Fines. Um, but I also think it is my part of my special sauce is the ability to really connect with people. And like I may have said, truly having it be deeper than design, I think is what makes me set apart from a traditional designer. Um, I think that's probably what my special sauce is. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely phenomenal. So I appreciate you for, for sharing that. And of course, you know, doing that as well too. So I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? The must have things for me to be effective and, and do what I need to do in the day is set aside time every morning. I got to have a good cup of coffee. My husband knows if I don't have coffee, you do not want to be around. So I think just a good, a good cup of coffee or whatever you drink, quiet time, meditation, devotion. For me, it's, it's a small, simple devotional. Yeah. Definitely appreciate that. And so now I wanted to ask you uh, what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something if you were to hop into a time machine, you would tell your younger business self. I think for me, it would be, I like that you, I can see me looking back. I like that, how you put that. Um, I did not have it all figured out. I still don't have it all figured out, but just that willingness to be like, Hey, I'm going to step out. I'm scared. This is more, you know, I'm having more faith over fear in this, 
Um, but just giving yourself that grace to be like, Hey, it's okay. This is pretty normal to do it scared. That feeling, that butterfly in your stomach, it's there for a reason. You know, you're not going to have it all figured out. Awesome. 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 So now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Brooke, what does being a CEO mean to you? I think being a CEO is, um, loving what you are doing, right? Um, just being, um, you know, having that vision, having that dream. Um, if you're living out your dream or stepping into that dream, you're, you're loving what you're, what you're doing. Not that it's not going to be hard, right? We've all gone through that. But I think the day that I stop loving what I'm, I'm doing then that's not where I'm supposed to be. So if I'm loving what I'm doing, that's gonna be shared out to others. So it will go beyond me, even though I'm kind of a one man show, you know, with my shop and my business and everything and not a lot of employees underneath me per se, except my 18 year old daughter that I try to, you know, get into work for me sometimes. But, um, I think just just loving what you're doing. I think that is is what, being a CEO means to me is um, being aligned with your passions, with your dreams and sharing that love of what you do with, with others um, has, is what it has meant to me, I think. Yeah, I truly appreciate that. I, I love that definition just because a lot of times it's those kind of pulling of the heartstrings, so to speak, that allows us to, to you know, enjoy the really high highs of business, but also the not so high highs because we truly love, you know, what we're doing. And I think that we, and I love the point that you bring up as well too, about it being infectious because you mentioned like being an inspiration as well to, to your, your, your children and to all the people around you. And I think so many times when we have that love and passion and we, kind of roll up our sleeves, so to speak, and do that work, it not only helps us and puts us in a really great place, but I think it also is so infectious and a reminder to so many other people around us that it, it's just a, a reminder of why we're doing exactly what, what it is that we're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think I want not only my children, but others looking in to see, wow, you know, she's, she's being a light in this community. She's connecting, she's loving what she's doing. And that is a gift. And I think that was something that I had to really work through is that, you know, I might not be on the mission field, you know, in Africa and bringing, you know, clean water, anything like that, but my mission feels almost here. It's my community. It's what my kids are seeing. Um, and, and when you, you know, come from a place of, of, of love, you're loving what you're doing that, that does, it, it does spread. Um, so that excites me. That excites me to, to be able to share um, my love for design and for people and for my dream with, with others. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Brooke, truly appreciate you for sharing all the awesome work and all the awesome things that you're doing with us. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. Well, uh, Gresh, I just appreciate this time with you. I think it was good just to like step out of my comfort zone and I would just encourage people to, you know, continue to, to do that. But where you can find me is on Instagram and Facebook at Brooklyn Finds or Brooklyn Finds Design Co. And just, you know, follow along, see what I'm finding, see what I'm doing. And um, I'd, I'd love to connect with you. 
Absolutely. And to make it even easier, we'll have the links and information in the show notes. And for your brick and mortar, where is that located so people local can Um, find it? My brick and mortar is in Greeley, Colorado, 918 and a half 9th Avenue in historic downtown Greeley. Awesome. 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 So if you're definitely in that, that uh, location as well too, be sure to check that out. But thank you so much again for taking some time out and all the awesome work that you're doing. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.